But if you start really working on your routines and creating things that you love and that make you happy, you're going to be a happier person. It is going to affect everything around you. It's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect how you view the world. It's going to affect how you feel about your day. Welcome to Barely Naked. I'm your host, Christina Beischel, and together we will explore topics such as mental and physical health, healing, and well-being. You'll meet inspiring individuals and hear their stories. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Barely Naked. Today, I have a little session on stress management for you. Not all my sessions are going to be about burnout and stress management, but I thought today, this solo episode to start us off with, I will do a little coaching session for you. So if you have been struggling with stress or creating a healthy routine, if you're looking to integrate a bit more time and take time back for yourself, then this episode is going to be quite helpful for you. I'm going to talk you through a few techniques that can help you minimize stress and create um, better boundaries. It's going to be structured a bit like how I do my one-on-one coachings, but obviously a lot of the stuff is very generic. So you kind of have to take from it what suits you. If I was to coach you personally, I would be tailoring these approaches to your personal needs, to what your actual day looks like, um, to your preferences, the things that you like doing outside of work. But because this is quite generalized, I will give you a lot of suggestions. So you will just have to grab from it, take from it what resonates with you and build your own routine. So let's get started. I would like you to grab a piece of paper and uh, a pen and then we're going to take a second to reflect. So at the top of this piece of paper I would like you to write three things that you're really grateful for today. This can be anything. This could be waking up in a warm bed, having an apartment, um, you're having a good friend circle, you know, your morning meditation that you've done, being able to go and buy a coffee um, when you feel like it. It could be anything and it can be as small or as big as you like. But I want you to write those three things at the top of the page. And throughout the day, whenever you feel a little down or something gets overwhelming, I want you to return back to these. Just remind yourself of the things that you can be grateful for. This is a little practice I suggest a lot of people do actually daily if you can. Um, It's a really nice thing to do early in the morning when you wake up. And it's just something that really grounds you and can help you feel better throughout the day, especially when things get a bit tough. The next thing I would like you to do is map out your day. So start with the time that you wake up in the morning. So if you wake up at 6.30 or 6 o'clock, write that down. Write down when you're having breakfast. Write down when you're getting ready. Write down your morning coffee, when you're going to work, if uh, if you're commuting to work or whether it's just, you know, that little walk from the bed to your desk, if you're working from home. Write down when you're having lunch, when you finish work, any workouts that you do, 
just your, you know, your average day, what time you go to bed. I would like you to map that all out on that piece of paper. And then look at this routine that you've just written out or your daily schedule and kind of see if there's anything on there that makes you feel a little uneasy. If is there anything that, you know, creates a knot in your stomach or gets your heart racing a little too much? Is there anything that makes you uncomfortable? And if there is anything that makes you uncomfortable, I would like you to circle that. And then we will come back to it later because there's a few things that I want you to do with that feeling. Now I want you to highlight um, where you have a little spare time. Maybe it's 10 minutes in the morning before rolling out of bed and checking your phone. Maybe it's the evening between finishing work and starting dinner. Or maybe there you have 10, 20 minutes after you've brought the kids uh, to bed. Now I want you to commit to reclaim it. Find a spot in the day or find two spots in the day, either 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, or 20 minutes there, wherever it feels natural to you. And I want you to reclaim that little window of time. And then we're going to find out what it is you can do then for yourself that it's going to make you feel better. To me, healthy routines are basically made out of me time and joy. And that's really what I want you to realize is that for you to create something that is healthy, that resonates with you, you need to bring joy back into your day. So if you are someone who has a super stressful job or who has multiple commitments that seem stressful, I want you to each day do something for yourself. And it doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes, half an hour or an hour, and you don't have to go for an hour workout to feel like you've done something for yourself. Even 10 minutes, just drinking your coffee and peace and quiet is something that you've done for yourself and it will make you feel better. So I'm going to be suggesting a few things that you can do to really reclaim that time and you can do it during that time. But I also want you to think about things for yourself that bring you joy, that make you happy and that are really that are really personal to you. Because stress management is a very personal topic, which is why this is a bit hard to just give these generalized tips, but I really want you to just have an idea of what you could be doing and just have a few inputs that hopefully help you on your path to creating healthy routines. So one of the things is physical activity. Now, a lot of you are probably going to roll their eyes and be like, oh no, now I have to work out. Well, you don't really have to work out if you don't want to. Again, it's about what brings you joy. But if you know that going to the gym or going for a run gives you that boost of endorphins, which it does, um, and it makes you feel better, then I do encourage you to integrate that into your day. Or you don't have to go running every day, but like integrate it like, you know, two, three times a week. So for example, I love working out and I love going for a run. Um, I, I love doing workout classes. I love going for yoga. And I try and do this a few times a week just because I know it makes me feel good. And it gives me that sense of accomplishment when I've done it. And that is so important. That sense of accomplishment and having done something positive for yourself will really get you quite far. Even though sometimes these things take a backseat when life gets too busy. But it is really, really important that you start doing things for yourself because you cannot pour from an empty cup no matter how lame this sounds and how um, overposted this quote has been on Instagram, it is so true. 
you need to take care of yourself first so that you can be there for others, that you can deliver on your job and you can really be the best version of yourself. So one of the things you can do is physical activity. Now, you don't have to go running or working out or to the gym if that is just something that doesn't resonate with you. Even just going for a walk, going outside, um, you know, enjoying nature and and just doing something that isn't in front of your TV or your computer screen or something really artificial for a lack of a better word. I really encourage you to integrate movement into your day, whatever that looks like for you. The other thing that is proven to help with stress management and also with reducing the potential to reach the burnout stage and even once you have reached burnout which can help people relax is creativity so this is again looks different for everyone some people love painting others love singing I'm really not a talented singer so that's not one for me um others like playing their guitar or um writing stories writing poems doing something that kind of gets you um gets your creative juices flowing. This could also be maybe just reading a book. If that's something that, that you know, feels inspiring to you, then maybe getting other ideas um, or inspirational ideas into your mind that can also really help. And then there's, of course, mindfulness practices. I'm a big advocate for yoga. I love yoga. I love meditation. Um, those are both things that I do regularly. Again, I know that meditation isn't for everybody, but if you would consider it, if you have considered it, if you're new to it, I really, really encourage you to pick it up and give it a shot because meditation can really calm the nervous system and can really help you lead a more relaxed and calmer life. There are different apps that are really great. So there is Inside Timer, which is all free. There is Headspace. And there's various other ones that are that are really good. If you'd like to have a few more options, I will pop some in the show notes. I'm also going to have a yoga teacher come on in an upcoming episode. She's also a hypnotherapist. So she's going to talk to us about a few other techniques that can help with stress and anxiety. So if this is something you're interested in, then stay tuned for that. Then there's breath work. Breath work is, I guess, closely linked to meditation, but you can also just do breath work without being big on meditation itself. There is one particular breathing exercise that I always tell everyone that I coach when they get nervous before a big meeting or when they're feeling stressed, and that's the 478 breathing technique. If you check out my Instagram, I also did a little reel on this. So you place one hand on your heart and one hand on your stomach, and then you breathe in through your nose for four seconds. Hold it at the top for seven seconds, and then breathe out through your mouth for eight seconds. And you repeat this I'm going to say three to five times and it's just going to calm you down instantly and I guarantee you it works. So if you feel stressed, if the, maybe this is before an exam or before a big meeting or something, I really encourage you to try this out because it will calm you down instantly. 
The next thing I'm going to suggest is journaling. Now, journaling is a technique that I find incredibly helpful because sometimes when we write down our thoughts, we can realize subconscious patterns that keep coming up and you may realize that there is a problem or an issue or something that you find particularly triggering that you may have not verbalized or consciously processed. Whether it's journaling before you go to bed or in the morning, just writing down, you know, things that went well during the day and maybe also things that didn't go well during the day, things where you would like to improve and again, things that you're grateful for. There are really good little journaling templates. There's also books that you can get and little journals that have the questions already formulated if you're new to journaling. I think it doesn't really matter which which way you go if you do free writing or if you go with these little prompts. But journaling in general is something that really, that can really help you on getting to know yourself better. And then there's one other big thing that I suggest everyone do um, who's feeling a little stressed or overwhelmed, and that's connecting with others. As human beings, and as we've noticed during the pandemic, we do need that human connection and that human element. And being alone can really increase stress because you get so trapped in your own thinking cycle and often thoughts start spiraling and then you know you get from one situation to the next and suddenly you've you've talked yourself into a frenzy and into like a spiraling anxiety situation and if you manage to reach out with others and talk to your friends and family members and get a bit of input it can often calm you down I would suggest that you are quite careful who you talk to. If you know that there's someone who has a tendency to stress you out more, maybe don't turn to that person. Find someone who you know has a bit of a calming presence, who is there for you. And go like now that we can reconnect and we can go outside and do things, go out, meet your friends, hang out with them, have a good time, maybe do fun activities, do things that you know bring you joy back at that point, right? And create a few hours for yourself with your friends that give you different input and maybe just make you think about other things than the things that you're stressed about and and are worried about. Of course, there's also, if, if if stress is something that you've struggled with for a prolonged amount of time and if stress is something that keeps coming up or you feel anxious or there's you you feel like you, you might have an, an anxiety problem, then there's also always the option to talk to a therapist or talk to a coach or uh, find a professional that can help you with your thought patterns. And if you would like to find out a bit more about that, I do have a few really good coaches and therapists also coming on the show that will talk to us and will talk to you. So if you need a point of contact or would like me to give you a bit more points as to what to look out for in a coach, the next episodes will cover that. Then there's a few additional things that you can do that help with stress. And one of them is reflect on your goals and values. That is a really important one because you really need to think about what it is you want from life And if the life you're living is following that. So if you are someone who is quite big on freedom and having free time and, you know, being quite self-directed with your time, but you're in a job that's very limiting in that and where you work, say, 15 hours a day, or even if it's 10 hours a day or however long it is then your values are not aligned. Then you are living a life that is not aligned to your values. 
And the same goes with relationships. If you're in a relationship where someone is expecting things from you that as a human being, as a person, as a personality, you cannot fulfill, then you need to ask yourself if this is the relationship for you and if your values and your goals are aligned with that partner's. And you need to find solutions for that. So I really encourage you to write down your goals and write down your values and then look at the life that you're living and see whether that's aligned. The next thing, and that is such a big deal for everyone, everyone I talk to struggles with this one, and it's setting boundaries. Being able to say no, realizing that no really is an answer, and being able to really create a life where it is okay to not do things because you don't want to do them and not feeling guilty, learning how to set boundaries, learning how to say no, and also realizing where your boundaries need to be and where you need to set them will really help you with stress. Because maybe your boundary needs to be that you're not going to work past 6.30 at night because it doesn't serve you anymore. Then that is a boundary you need to learn to communicate. I always suggest people try and communicate these things with kindness and with explaining where they're coming from because what's not going to get you anywhere with a boss or a friend or a relationship is being aggressive and uh, phrasing things like me, 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 me. Like that's not going to get you anywhere because people don't hear that. So being able to talk and communicate in the way that you're being heard, that you don't come across aggressive or selfish is quite important and it's also quite a skill that you can learn. Other things that you need to do or should do is something that really affects your mood and stress levels is sleep. If you're not sleeping and if you don't have your sleep routine down and know how much sleep you need to function, then you're really going to be struggling because sleep is so important for the body and for the mind because we recover during those hours. You may be someone who functions fine on on six hours, but you may also be someone who functions better on eight or nine or 10 hours. And if that is you, then you need to allow your body that amount of time to rest. So things you can do for better sleep include no screen time an hour before bed, meditating before going to sleep. Yoga Nidra, for example, is a very good practice that can help you fall asleep faster. There's also teas that can help you or just creating like a bit of a wind down. Like maybe you you need a sleep routine. Maybe your sleep routine needs to be no screen time, having a tea, journaling and reading, and then going to sleep. Basically, just think about the things that you know calm you down. Then I encourage you to look at your nutrition. A few things you should avoid is processed foods, coffee, and caffeine in general, alcohol. Instead, try and integrate more things like avocados, fish like salmon, nuts and grains. They can help you with reducing stress. Of course, just changing your diet is not going to fix everything. But again, everything that we're talking about, everything I've suggested, if you bring it all together, if you pick and choose bits and pieces here and there, it can really help you create a healthier routine, be healthier overall, but also reduce your stress levels. The next thing I encourage you to do is just look at your time management. Whether you like doing things online or offline, I encourage you to find something that really works for you. To-do lists are always great because you can tick them off. And when you tick something off, it also gives you that sense of accomplishment. Um, There's also the Eisenhower decision matrix if you want to look into that. 
And there's various different little things that you can do to really optimize your time management. The next thing is, I want you to learn to verbalize your concerns and speak up for yourself. If you notice you're not doing well, if you notice things are not going your way, or if things are just in general getting too much for you, learn to communicate with compassion. Learn to communicate before you hit a breaking point and learn to realize within your body when things are going on and before it is too late. Because really, the only person who can help you is you. You're the one who will have to make things better for yourself. You're the one who has to speak up because if you're not speaking up, who's going to do it for you? So learning to verbalize your concerns is one of the key things you need to do in order to change your life. The next thing is reflect on your triggers. And that brings me back to the beginning of the the session when we were talking about things that have a weird effect on your body, on your to-do list, on your daily schedule. So I want you to go back to the things that you may have circled. And I really want you to think about what that triggered. Why was it triggering to you? And really sit with it. Sit with it. Feel it in your body. Feel what is going on right now. Where does it start? Does it start in your stomach? Does it start in your chest? Do you? Does it make you teary? Do you have a knot in your in your throat, um, what is happening right now and why is this is triggering you? Really take a moment and think about what is what is happening. So if this is a deadline that you've got coming up and you haven't done anything to make that deadline, why have you not done that? Why have you procrastinated? What is it that is stopping you from achieving what you need to achieve? And also, why is that triggering to you? So is it that you feel you're not going to do a good job? Is it that the task is overwhelming you and you don't know how to start? Really work out what is going on with you, why the situation is triggering you. And this isn't just related to work. This is also if someone says something to you in a conversation and you suddenly have a reaction, is this really a reaction you are having to what that other person has said? Or is it something that you're reconnecting to a previous experience that is kind of triggering something else inside of you that has happened to you. Because a lot of the times when we have an extreme reaction to something, it is not about the other person. It is that it is something within us that we haven't dealt with. So learn to tune into your triggers and learn to find out what it is that is triggering you, where it is coming from and how you can deal with it. And that's really going to help you resolve a lot of issues you have in your relationships, at work, and with your workload. And then the next thing is ask for help. I've said it before, but if there's anything that's going on within you, if you feel like you're struggling, I would really encourage you to learn to ask for help. And this can be a family member, this can be friends. If you don't have a supportive uh, network around you, then feel free to reach out to me or feel free to reach out to um, another coach or a therapist or someone in the field that can help you. And I hope this gave you a few little ideas as to how you could restructure your day. So if you have created these little pockets, I would like you to just grab what you've just heard what resonated with you the most and drop it in there. So if there's 10 minutes in the morning, I want you to drop something in. Maybe it's a meditation. If there's 15 minutes in the evening, I want you to drop something in there, whether it's journaling, reading a book or um, 
anything else that really you think, maybe it's singing, something that will work for you, that will give you a boost during the day, that brings you joy. And I just want you to start integrating these little things that bring you joy into your days. It's not going to be a massive change straight away, but if you start really working on your routines and creating things that you love and that make you happy, you're going to be a happier person. It is going to affect everything around you. It's going to affect your relationships. It's going to affect how you view the world. It's going to affect how you feel about your day. And again, now I would like you to go back to the beginning of the session, look at the three things that you're grateful for. And maybe now the three things are five things and you can um, continue your day on a very loving, um, more kind note. And that is the episode for today. I hope you got a lot out of it. If you have any feedback, if you have any questions, if you um, have any other topics that you would like me to talk about, feel free to reach out to get in touch. And I hope you tune in next week. Did you enjoy this episode? Then feel free to share, like, follow, subscribe. Just hit all of the buttons. For more info on today's topic, check out the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram at Christina underscore Simone or LinkedIn, Christina Beischel. I'll be back with a new episode next week. See you then.